This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. I am here with my internet BFF, Hi. the one and only Katie Austin. What's up, guys? What's up? Thanks for having me today. Thanks so much for coming. I'm like so honored and I'm genuinely so excited to meet you because I know we'll hang out in real life. Yes. I love you said honored. I'm like, yeah, of course. Of course I'd come. <laughs> okay. For some reason, if for some reason someone doesn't know like who you are, what you're about, give us your elevator pitch. Okay. Uh, here is a very long story short. I'm originally from Alexandria, Virginia. I went to USC. I played Division One lacrosse there. That's how Period. I got to LA. I have been now living in Los Angeles for almost 10 freaking years. And I'm a fitness personality. I have my own fitness app. I have my own uh, show. talk show called Austin AF. And I am now a Sports Illustrated Swimsuit rookie. So, yeah. <laughs> My job, like I'm like what? That yeah. okay? Out of all those things you just listed, like what are you most proud of? Oh, it's so interesting because Sports Illustrated has been a dream of mine forever. Um, at the end of the day, it's an accolade that's really, really awesome that I could, you know, check off the list yeah. of like dreams and everything. I would say I'm most proud of, um, honestly, just creating workout videos to help other girls. I mm-hmm. think it's the most impactful yeah. and it's the most meaningful thing because knowing that I can help girls feel more confident, I would say I'm most proud of that for sure. Yeah. Can I just say too, like I just need to like compliment you for a sec because, and this is so genuine, like you're one of the only fitnessy people that I genuinely feel Thank good you. about myself from versus like jealous or mad. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Totally. Because I try to be very realistic. You're so real. If you know me in real life, like I'm forking, <laughs> as you say. <laughs> I'm so hungover right now. I had a breakfast sausage and egg sandwich oh, this morning. That's like, the best. From like, Starbucks? Starbucks? From yes. Starbucks. Yes. And so it it's like- It soaks everything up. That's just like- you have to have that balance in your life and it's so cliche the word balance like what the hell does it actually mean but at the same time it's like I'm not a workout freak I don't eat healthy all the time but also which makes me feel so good because I'm like neither do I because that's realistic in your 20s I'm sorry but like you know we want to have fun and if we're going out to eat with our girlfriends we're not going to order the kale salad 10 out of 10 times And and the drinking like I love how you're so real about drinking too 
because I love to drink. Yes. And I know it, that's horrible as a fitness person to say, but like, come on, we need to have fun. We need to live our life. We only have one freaking life. Yes. Yeah. I love that so, so that's much. how I live. <laughs> well, yeah, I think you have done such a good job. I am very envious of the um, egg salad avocado lettuce wraps I you just hate, made. I also had it. <laughs> another thing today. I had egg salad again today. Um, I'm going to make those. with my breakfast sandwich. Um, I want to make those. Egg salad is something, this is so weird. If you guys hate egg salad, I'm so sorry because like some people, like my best friends, even hear the word egg salad and they're like grossed out. Yeah. I meal prep egg salad once a week. Oh no, I make it's so a gas. huge bucket of it. <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. So but good. I just, I love following you. I think you're such a good Thank influencer you. person. Like you. you really are. And you were like born to do this. I but appreciate that. I have a question about Sports Illustrated. Okay. Are the girls actually that girl boss and that nice? I'm Absolutely. Like, can, how can they be that pretty like, and Camille nice? Like is <laughs> such a freaking boss woman. Beautiful. Bombshell. So beautiful. Oh These girls God. are just so stunning. Yeah. But it's like unreal. It's like, oh my God, how are you this freaking beautiful? And she seems so like fun and nice. She, and I'm like, and she can't, so something's nice. off here. I know. I know. And it's I'm so like, what's annoying. The, what's, give what's, me the tea. What is it? What is it? <laughs> I'm There's like, something, please be mean. What's the flaw? Because you're so hot. You know what I mean? When this yeah. girl is so hot, you're literally like, okay, how can I hate you in one way? Literally. But no. No, all the girls are so welcoming, well, so happy. nice. And so, yeah, I mean, the process of getting into Sports Illustrated, though, was really, really tough. Um, I was in an audition period for about a year and a half, which was really hard. Um, but now that I, I actually, you know, I'm, I'm in it, I'm a rookie, I made it, um, all the girls are just amazing and so welcoming. Well, they could not be, more, Sports Illustrated themselves could not be more smart to have you you were the thank perfect you. sports illustrated person thank you i mean you I were literally it. born to be a sports illustrated yeah it's person. it's Rookie. it's a well it's different because it's like i'm not a model and i know Which it's like, i love yeah and i wanted to show the normal basic girl like me that's like hey you don't have to be a model to be in sports illustrated like you can if you are smart have brains you're an entrepreneur they also want people like that they want women yeah. to show every different you know, side of women, what they can be. And they're not just like a beautiful 10 out of 10 model. It's like, you literally make me feel like I could have a chance. And I'm like, I know I don't have yeah, a chance. And I get that all but the time. Really? By the way, it's so funny because I get that all the time. You're like, oh my God, because you're an SI model, you make me have a chance. And one of my best friends, like, does that make you like upset? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, do you take that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, do you yeah, take yeah. that? And you're like, damn. No. Okay. No, but I love it because that's what it's all about. I mean, that in the it's best like, way. Exactly. It's like inspiring other yeah. people because, like, damn, I am just a normal freaking girl from Virginia, not a model, who is put in the camera. No, but you're hot as hell. Do you want to hear the, like, the funniest part about it? Yes. I was asked on set at Sports Illustrated shooting this year, and they, the question, the interview question was, what was your biggest modeling photo shoot when you know you made it? And I go, my biggest modeling photo shoot right now. Yeah. This is my first photo you're shoot. You're like, I've never had one. <laughs> I'm like, I've never been in a bikini shooting like this ever in my life so yeah. right now yeah cool <laughs> like, that's crazy <laughs> yeah. well congratulations Thank that you. is like such a you were just born for that you're made for you. that um what is it like posing in front of that many people in a bikini okay you would think it's really scary but at the same time they're like the most empowering team of all time they make you feel like you are Beyonce in every second and they can literally with their hair and makeup team, you guys, that's another thing that I want to talk about uh -huh. because it's like, it's like, oh my gosh, you open up a magazine and you're like, shoot, I, you know, feel bad about myself. You know, they've really, really made 
an impact to show every body type and to show every single person. And Which also, I'm just so grateful for. Yeah, yeah. And also realizing like they have the best hair and makeup team ever. Okay. You know, it's like, come on. And like, photographer. And photographer. Like, seriously, if you are listening to this, I'm, I promise you, you could look amazing with hair and makeup. All the, it's a whole team. A whole team. Like, it's a team There's effort. a team of 20 people. And so I just want to like let girls know that because, you know, it could make you feel bad. But at the same time, they're like completely switching you know, their brand to be so um, diverse and inclusive. And it's just so freaking awesome to be a part of that. Yeah, it is. And it's so awesome to be a consumer of that. Yeah. And like be able to be like, I don't know. It just. Yeah, no, for sure. It feels good seeing people in the magazine that are like my size, my friend size, my relative size. You know what I mean? Like it's just just so much more real. Absolutely. Anyway, what about you were talking about how they like have a huge team. I want to know like. Is there like a secret person that like bronzes your legs? Is there like, is there someone like, tell, give us the tea. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So they put lo- is there like, like someone that's blow drying you like to have wind? Absolutely. Okay. There is a blow dryer. Um, his person? name is DJ and he's like the funniest, amazing hairstylist ever. He he does like hair for uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, like everyone. Oh like gosh. he does everyone in anyone's hair. Got it. So literally I had the best hair person in the entire world blowing my hair on me at the same time while like the makeup artist is like bronzing me and like going all up in there which i i don't mind i just want to make everyone yeah, look, yeah, like, yeah. everyone know Consensual. i don't mind come on i'm doing si yeah, and yeah. so like she's like putting lotion and like bronzing you up everywhere so like and i don't ha- i don't fake tan at all um so i w- my tan was real as well but like you know you can get the fake tan if you want yeah. and do the whole shebang that's yeah awesome yeah it That's makes so me cool. feel so confident. And oh, I, I'm I, sure. I really, this, I mean this from the bottom of my heart, I like really want every girl to like have that moment in their uh-huh. life because it's like so special to feel like, holy crap, this is my moment. Like, I don't know. Have you ever had like a whole team working on you for a photo shoot at once? Like 15 Th- this people? This was probably my biggest, no, not that. Oh my God. But like, <laughs> this was probably my biggest shoot like for something. Yeah. Like my podcast shoot my, or the cover Did art. Did it just make you feel like such a boss? Yeah, I I just was like, it it it's so nice knowing that there's people telling me like they know what looks good and they know what looks bad and they're gonna yeah. tell me yeah like you know what I mean I love constructive criticism yes and when they're real like I'm like if I have a double chin just fucking tell me I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be I'm gonna upset. say thank you yeah I'm gonna be like why the hell didn't, didn't you, tell you tell me, me. yes exactly um what was that process of I know it's like insane the process of auditioning and like becoming a part of like the SI swim search is that what it's yes, called yes that's okay. what I did it's like what Camille Caustic did Brooks Nader and all those girls um and they they ended up winning as well explain um, that because I know yeah. you were like a grinding yeah it's a tough it's process grind. it's, it's about a, power yeah you know, <laughs> we still hungry <laughs> <with> <laughs> <enough> power <laughs> you literally were doing that literally yes you kind of have to yeah um so basically this year was about or last year now was twenty two thousand girls auditioning and shut up mm-hmm. and what it is is an audition tape online that you submit like through instagram and through their site if you want um and basically i just like did an audition tape i hired a video guy who's like one of my friends mm-hmm. and we shot for like two days um doing this shoot and I posted it on my Instagram and you have to be so vulnerable because it's like you're auditioning for SI swimsuit to I at the time had like 200,000 people like damn 
you have to like really be brave and courageous to do that. And so, people are like, who the yeah, heck do you think you are? Exactly. Like, I feel like people from my hometown would be like, what does she think she's doing? Like, was that scary? It was really scary, but I will say this. I first auditioned in 2017, and thank freaking God I didn't get it because I didn't know who I was as much. I wasn't as confident. I, I'm like, I can sit here and be like, I know who the hell Katie Austin is now. Yeah. And that really helped me if I wasn't as confident as I am the audition process would have been really, really tough. But mm-hmm. because I can sit here and know exactly who I am and have so much self-love and so much like beyond, yeah. like if I lose, I, it, I have so yeah. much more. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I In 2017, I just would have been eaten alive, I think. Yeah, for sure. That is so cool. And then did you reapply? I did. Okay. Yes, for three years. For three years. Yes, following. I finally got it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So again, gosh. at the same time, if you don't if you don't get it the first year, keep freaking going because keep you trying. never know. And I remember like doubting myself. I remember like when I was filming this video, I was like, should I do it? Should I do it? And then I I actually ended up filming it, and I wasn't even gonna post it, being like, this is like kind of embarrassing. I'm like doing it again. Yeah. Like I'm trying out again for everyone to see. And I just now look back and I'm like, holy shit! What if I didn't audition? Yeah. And it changed your life. And it you changed know? my entire life. And I'm here sitting here today saying that I won rookie, and it's like. Could you imagine if I didn't do that, the regret? Yes. So, like, if you are thinking of doing anything right now and you're kind of doubting yourself, I think the biggest thing to do is, like, just start because at the same time, you don't know where it's going to go. Even if you don't have a correct plan or you don't think you're going to get it, my audition tape literally said you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. And I couldn't believe in that more. It's so cliche to say that, but it's the truth. I always say on this podcast, because it is, like, about making moves and, like, career moves and stuff like that, like... It's always going to be a no unless you ask or unless you try. Yes. And I think that's so true with like what you did. Like it's it's going to be an auto no if you don't try. Exactly. And there's two ways you can really react to a no. You Uh know, you can react to a no and really get discouraged and like kind of stay down and stay in that kind of no mentality. And like, Mm -hmm. oh, man, if that person doesn't uh, believe in me, then, you know, it's done. I tried it. But. At the same time, you have to realize every successful person in the entire world was told no at some point a in their life. Times. A gazillion times. Yeah. And so, honestly, if you take that no and you spin it into something positive and you just, like, want it to motivate you instead of, like, you know, deplete you, you can spin it and, like, use it as such amazing motivation. Totally. In the in the most positive way. Like, don't go in with a grudge or anything like that, you know? But at the same time, like, there's a way to look in a no in a very positive yeah. sense. And now I'm sure the whole accomplishment of you getting it means so much more because you're like yes. I had to forking work my ass that off. is so crazy so you just liberating. Said that. as I was on the car right here I was talking to my best friends who also won rookie with me Kristen Harper uh-huh. who is just a freaking angel um and that's what we're talking about on the way here we're like I just feel like we're so grateful for it because we're like damn that was a hard audition process but like it makes you feel so much prouder and that's again when you work really hard for something at the end when it happens it's like the most rewarding feeling you appreciate it and and if you just get something off the bat if you're just handed something you don't really appreciate it as much as you work now you're like pinching yourself 24 7 still to this day (laughs) still to this day i'm sure i'm pinching myself for you i'm like that's so awesome (laughs) Tell, explain, I'm confused about what is getting swim search mean versus being rookie. Okay, so 
There's 22,000 girls. Uh, it was actually like 30,000 girls, I think, when the Camille Caustic won as well. So basically, rookie is when you win swim search. And you can also be a rookie, like Natalie. Um, you know, she was also rookie last year, but she didn't go through the swim search process. So there's like Why? five other girls. They just chose her? Yeah. So basically, there's like five other girls. So swim search is kind of new. It just launched in 2017 where okay. they want to make like normal girls, like not have an agent. Like, I don't have a modeling agent. How am I going to get an SI? Oh. So I audition online okay. because everyone else, like, usually the girls who are in it and are like named rookie have agents to get they're real models they're models yes yes so i went through the online way which is so smart do you think that if you have a social media following you have more of a chance i actually got asked that question a lot and i got some hater dms being like you only got chosen because you have followers and to be honest um no Uh because sorry but like SI swimsuit can make anyone famous like you can start with like five followers and if they you know love you and see that you're of a genuine heart and you're you know uh smart and you're you know you're a good person to work with I think the best part about it if you're just a good person to work with and you're professional um that's what they said online why Chris and I won because we were professional and I don't think I mean obviously I'm not gonna sit here and be like okay my following didn't help me get votes and my following didn't help them you know they they clearly saw my audition tape because I had people tagging, like all my followers yeah. tagging them, which obviously helps. I'm not saying like I'm not taking anything away, but SI can make anyone famous. Yeah. Truly. I so. also think it just goes to show like I, I agree. Actually, I don't think the following I think it helps, but I don't think it like yes. is the deal breaker. It's no, like exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And like, obviously it helps. But I do think just like the fact that you had an audition like what, three or four times? Like yeah. clearly if they wanted followers, they would have asked you to be on the first. Time. Exactly. So you have yes. a great engaged following, yeah. you know? Yes. But um, OK, that's really interesting. Why do you think what do you mean they thought you were professional what does that mean um so basically in the when they announced Kristen and i and what they told us as well is like we were just good people to work with so if you're listening to this right now and you like truly you know you don't know what career you're in or what you're really doing it's like at the end of the day if you're a good person to work with you're going to be hired more than someone else is just because you are a good person to work with meaning like you're nice you're professional you show up on time like those things really really matter um and so you know no matter what career or industry you're really in and especially in our industry as well and in the influencer world it's hard to find good like good people to work with so hard and if you are not a good person to work with it doesn't matter if you have seven million followers no no one's gonna work with you and if you have a bad rep i'm sorry but it gets around Mm -hmm. they're like ah they won't show up they'll cancel they're flake they're whatever it's so funny how like i literally have to tell people when i like want to hang out because la people it's like a thing to be like let's hang out yeah but it looks like it's like we're never gonna hang out you actually have to set a date time (laughs) no but like people like i actually want to hang out with i'm like this is like an indiana like midwest girl like i want to hang out versus like an la like yeah oh my god can't wait to see you soon Mm, type thing exactly what are specific things like i want you to be so specific here about being a good person to work with like i know showing up on time like what other than the obvious like what are little things that you think could make someone stand out that makes someone want to be easy to work with or like on time i think i think one of my biggest pet peeves is Mm. um and i don't know if it's just like being an athlete it's like if you show up on time you're late like i was here at 12 45 you know what i mean instead of one because that's just who i am like time to me if you make someone else wait i find it one of the most rude thing ever especially if you're going to a job yes and there's obviously those excuses where you're stuck in traffic whatever but try to always be on time um number two don't be a diva like don't I don't care who you are. That's if you good. are entitled to, you think, and you're expecting, like, oh, I've worked at this company for seven years, so I'm just going to expect that I get this. Or, you know, you have followers online, and I know a lot of 
a lot of influencers. Um, I was with a few last night that like just like think they're so much cooler. It's like followers doesn't really matter. Sorry, do, in no. my mind, it really doesn't. It doesn't at all. Uh, I mean, it does monetary wise, but at the same time, like. If, but even so, not really. If you don't have like an engaged following, totally, you know totally. what I mean? Like, yes. a lot of Instabaddies who have crazy followings like get, don't get deals because it's like. Yes. People don't buy the stuff they, they promote. They don't have a brand either. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, I don't know. I uh, Being a good person to work with, being nice and being, you know, uh, not to just, just like refusing to do things that you don't want to do because you think it's bitch work. So being able to do the the biggest task and the littlest task. Yeah, and there's, you know, there's, there's definitely, um, what's it called? There's definitely... Uh, excuses for that or whatever yeah. like uh, we, you know there's ways around that like obviously if you're freaking um i don't know beyonce you shouldn't be going to get someone a coffee but at the same time it's like don't think you're too big for any little task yes exactly yeah. i agree i think the little tasks and the little things are really what people on set see as the big things yes absolutely. and if you take those little things seriously that's like what makes you stand out yeah because no one takes them seriously if you're nice to it sounds so crazy to say you have to be nice to someone who opens the door for you and nice to your makeup artist and, and to the nice, intern and to the intern and it's like people recognize those things you mm-hmm. also have no idea who those people are and it's like and who they're gonna be one day exactly and so just being nice to everyone it sounds like so like dull being nice to everyone but it, it truly counts yeah all right well that was so great katie we're gonna cut to a break and we will be right back thank you so much to apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of making moves Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect places. And the beauty is they're all different. None of us are the same, so why should our homes be? Someone may want hardwood floors. Someone else may say, carpet all the way. Questionable call, but hey, to each their own. Some may want a doorman. Others may say, I can open the door myself. But Apartments.com has all the right tools to help you find the place that's uniquely perfect for you. Sort through the filter listings by amenities and make sure you never miss out with their instant alert option. With more than 1 million available units for rent, you're sure to find a place that's right for you. So whether you're looking for a place with a basement, a yard, a pool, or everything in between, Apartments.com has got you covered. Visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. I personally love Apartments.com because it is so convenient. I get on it all the time when I'm bored or when I'm actually on the hunt for an apartment. I'm thinking about moving this year, so I've been using it like crazy just to start browsing and get ahead of the game. And the website is so user-friendly. I'm a huge fan. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Okay, Katie. Yes. I want to talk a little bit about personal stuff with you because you seem to have a really good thing going on with your man's right now. <sighs> yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Uh, the, I'm so like, boring. No. Uh, 
I'm a like, good thing. <laughs> Damn it. I wish I had some drama to come no, in here. I'm jealous study. of you. I'm like, where the fork did you meet a normal good dude in LA? I need to know. Give us the tea. Okay. First things first. It took a long ass time. Okay. I was in a relationship for years, like almost like four and a half years and truly um, in and out of horrible. Am I allowed to cuss? I've been, I oh, like yeah. I've cussed so Fuck many yeah, times you are. <laughs> I'm like, I've dated so many fuck boys and hooked up with so many fuck boys that like, I was in the process for a while. So please don't think like I just stumbled upon yeah. this man. Um, but I actually met him, drum roll please, on a dating app. Oh my Ooh. gosh. But we had a lot of mutual friends. And so I usually, I don't date guys. I don't go out to dinner with guys. Yeah. I just like can't do that. I seem really social. Me. I'm just like not like that. Also in my head, I'm like, if I want sugar fish, I'll order it for myself. Yes. I don't need to go and get it paid for by someone and maybe have a shitty time when I could be watching Housewives with my sugar fish at home. Absolutely. And I'm and not trying also, to act like I'm better no, than... No, not in yeah. any way. But at the same time, we have so many social gatherings and yes. so many things that we want to do with our friends and so many influencer events and things. I'm like, I'm not wasting my Wednesday night drinking and eating with this random dude I don't know. That's probably going to be a bust. Yeah. Like, most likely. Like, most likely not yeah. going to work out. But I mean... You actually do have to go on dates usually to find your guy exactly. or girl. So at the same time, like you do have to put in the effort. For my end, I did put in no effort at all. I got downloaded this dating app because my mom told me to because her best friend's daughter met a guy on there and Shut up. she made me download this app called The League. <gasps> and yeah. I've heard of that one. Yeah, I used to have it. <laughs> Sponsor me. Yeah, seriously. Um, so the founder of The League like literally just started following me on Instagram last no week way. and I'm like, do you know? Oh they sponsor, God, sponsor your wedding. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> That'd be um, iconic. I was there on The League for like two days, finally swiped. Um, we had a lot of mutual friends and he called her, her our mutual friend and, and I reached out to her about him and did you match yes you match. we matched. okay and then you and, called your friends and she connected us and was like all right you guys would actually would hit it off we had a date scheduled for 8 p.m on a friday night and i bailed at 6 30 shut up I swear and i was like and i was really tired i just got home from a work trip i was like i wanted to and i was like i just don't date i can't do this right yeah. now eight on a date yeah. no way i'm too tired i canceled on him an hour and a half before he texted me and said when can we reschedule i ghosted him period period yeah and so, honestly, I think me playing a little hard to get kind of attracted him more. I, and not in a way. That and you sounds, weren't trying. You were just hard to get. I actually truly was so tired. And, and But and you weren't playing hard to get. We you were, were just hard to get. And we just talked so much about being good to work with. And so this is such an, like a contradiction. <laughs> but at the same time, this is guys. This is dating. It's different. Yeah. And so, basically, I... Um, texted him the next week or so and literally was wasted and I lived in West Hollywood at the time in Venice I never was in Venice so I texted him wasted on Saturday night and I was like I'm near you in Venice come meet me out he met me out with six girlfriends I dragged him around to so many bars no way so you were just out with friends out with friends and you just shot him a text yep, yep. after you had ghosted him absolutely and you are like just come meet us yeah Mm-hmm. He didn't know that. six girls, and I made him play Never Have I Ever with six girls, and I he handled it. He handled it like a champ, and we did have our first sleepover that night. I love that for you. Yeah, it's great. And you were like, okay, question though. But he, when when he came, were you like, okay, I'm into this, or like you didn't really know? Oh my god, he showed up, and I was like. What the hell, Katie? You fucked up last time. He's never going to think. Like, I was, he showed up. I'm hammered. And I already knew that I was going to ruin it. And I didn't care about this man. I didn't actually think I was going to date him and move in with him and eventually marry the kid. I just thought he was a good looking dude. He showed up and we had like, we had like two words said to each other. And I actually remember being like, you're going to fuck this up. 
Good job, Katie. He's actually an amazing guy. So hot. Almost 6'5". So oh my gosh, love and that. I literally was like, you are such a fuck up, Katie. In my head as I was drunk talking to him. Like, <laughs> you really just did this. But you know what? When you don't, the less you care, the more they care. Love that. Thank so you. what like okay so what advice though like if someone's like i just really want a boyfriend blah, 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 like how do you how do you do that if you just like you do care so i don't know because i think you meet your person in quotations whatever when you are not seeking them so hard yeah i think when you're seeking a boyfriend or a girlfriend so hard I that you I are agree. going to settle with someone who is not actually good enough for you if you're looking that hard it really does have to come to you naturally but at the same time you have to put in a little bit of effort you can't take my story and be like i'm just gonna drunk text him and it'll work out because it usually 10 out of 10 times doesn't work out yeah. and it's like you know a sleepover in the first date usually also doesn't work out so um i say a lot of effort and um you know the dating apps are not weird i uh-huh. fully not weird think at all. you can meet your person on dating apps so try them out but you have to put an effort to them how did you know that he was like different than okay. other guys good question i think i'm saying so many cliche things here but i think you realize if they're comfortable to talk to you within the first 10 minutes and you're not pulling teeth, it's just a natural conversation. Like, there's between just, me and there's you. There's just chemistry. Between yeah. me and you. Or, like, you know what I mean? It's not, like, hard to converse yeah. with someone. Like, with it should guy. just be unconditional. Yeah. And, like, you know, I've, I actually, I heard about my current boyfriend now and I heard a lot of horrible things about him. He has, like, a, you know, a pretty ra- bad rep oh. in, like, with, like, uh, you know, I, I asked a friend and I was like, hey, and she literally texted, never speak to him again. He's <gasps> such a fuck boy. Like, he's so bad. All he does is hook up with girls. He never has had a girlfriend his entire life until me. Truly. Like, high school, 16 years old. That's a lot old. of guys. And he was just, like, having fun in L.A. And so he did have a little bit of bad rep. But at the same time, like, people do grow up and I can't hate him for, like, having that rep. He's single. Like, Mm -hmm. what the hell? And so I just have to take him for who he is now with me and how he treats me is amazing. And at the same time, like, I was living my life too. Yeah. Like, shit. There's always stories about someone. If you ask 100 million people about you, there's going to be one person that's like... That's like, "Eh, she fucking sucks. sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, but, like, what... When he showed up, like, aside from, like, what people had told you, like, what else, like, did he put up with my friends? Okay. That was a big thing for you? I think the hottest thing ever was sitting down at the table and and asking individually to my friends, what's your name? What do you do? Where are you from? And caring about all my friends was so hot to me. I was like, oh, he's just not here to just, like, show up and hook up with me. Yeah. He's, like, caring about my, caring to talk to my friends. By the way standard is so low i was like damn he's really actually making conversation and yeah. he was like prompting things and prompting questions which i thought which was really is hot. like that actually is rare in la it's so rare for guys to do so that. sad that it's so rare yeah and so i just thought he was really sweet he was a really good guy and um he put up with me really well i love that yeah. and i love how you are so you can just tell like you're so unapologetically yourself and he's just like i fucking love this no i was beyond myself that night and the fact that he put up with that night i knew it was gonna work because he already saw my worst that's the best almost like i wouldn't advise people to necessarily do that but also at the same time how awesome that you were so like bloody yourself that like if he can put up that he can put up with when you're sober and really put together and putting on a show Absolutely. You know what I mean? He knew what he was getting into the day we met. 
Yeah, yeah, which is perfect. He, and he thought felt the same way. And um, I always actually like one of my favorite things ever is Tinks and her box theory. Yes, and I have never related so hard to it because I've been I was hooking up with like guys like right before him. I was hooking up with a guy for like almost three four months, and like we were never going to date. And like I was just like in my head about it, in my head about it. The moment I met my boyfriend, we'd started dating. Like we never, we literally like, spent. It wasn't dilly dallying. It wasn't dilly dallying, and he has never had a girlfriend. I wasn't looking for anything. It's literally just like we hit it off and you will know when the guy actually cares about you and wants to date you. I love that so much. I selfishly want to ask like what I feel like my biggest my greatest struggle is I'm that same girl that's like I don't have time to go on dates <laughs> right and like sometimes I genuinely just don't want like to put in the time and effort but I know I need to even if I just want to have like more guys in my orbit and like my life. Totally. So what advice like would you give me to, that I'm like I'm a girl boss yeah. right but like I also want to like be stupid and like have like guys on my roster like you know what totally. I mean like what advice would you give me like when it comes to dating I would say a date doesn't have to be a dinner date you guys can okay. go on a walk you guys can try you'll never do this but like a workout class together or, <laughs> or like a know, hike or, or like... a hike or something or honestly just like a um you know drinks at nine and then 9 p.m. or something after dinner so it's not like so you can stay for like 30 minutes or you can stay for two hours uh-huh. like something that doesn't have such high expectations I think a date doesn't have to be dinner for three hours yeah it doesn't have to be like that I feel like I girls like romanticize like exactly they pick you up they knock on your door. I can't do that. No. Oh my god. I act- you're actually giving me like heebie-jeebies right now yeah. because I can't imagine like being picked up b- like by a guy that I don't know to take me to dinner. I'm like, that's oh, terrifying. That's so horrible. So like coffee dates, lunch dates, uh-huh. brunch. Um, I don't know. Do what I did. Maybe tell a tell a guy to, to meet, meet you out. Him and his friends to meet you out. To meet you out. I love that. Like bring his friends and my friends. Be like, we should get together. Like, or I'm hosting a pregame. Do you want to come to my pregame? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the type of dating I would do. Do you think um, the apps is the way to go? Like, should I just keep doing app stuff? So I was in this like guy friend group for a while that I knew, like even their friends of friends. The perfect way to meet someone's like a friend of friend yeah. or whatever. But at the same time, like that's so freaking hard. And like, I just knew too many of these guys and they're like my best friends. So I couldn't like even ask them for, I would never date any one of my friend group guys uh-huh. um, or even their friends. Because like, if you're friends with him, you're not it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't date you. So I had to do the apps because it's like, you know, you want to go outside of who you already know. Your, like, network of people. Exactly. I yeah. like that approach. Yeah. I feel like, too, in my network that I know, I'm like, I don't even see someone. I can't even picture someone I currently know, like, any of their friends being good enough. My person. Exactly. And at the same time, everyone's like, oh, maybe if you go out to a bar. <laughs> Me and my friends when we go to the bar are terrors. Yeah. No guy. Every guy is scared of us. We're literally like, I'm not kidding you. Like me and my friends, like when I was single and I still like do this all the time. But like when we go out, no guy's talking to us. We're in our own element. We're like four girls just like freaking twerking on each other and only obsessed with each other. We're not meeting a guy at a bar. Have you seen those TikToks? It's like me wondering why guys don't come up to me at the bar. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I made one of those when I was single. I was like. Exactly. That's me. I'm a terror. I know. I love that. Wait, so what kind of, uh, this is just me selfishly asking, what kind of guy do you see me dating? Ooh. Yeah, I know. Okay. I see you dating a guy that is, um, okay, so we're kind of similar in the sense where we can't have someone overpower our energy. Yes. Because, no offense, we're 
we're the queen of the show, baby. <laughs> like, it's no us. offense, but I'm going to be wearing a fur coat. Exactly. <laughs> and you're not going to be a, stealing my thunder. Yes. So I think you should date a guy in finance, in, 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 in real estate. Date a guy finance, that isn't guys. in your industry, that doesn't understand it, but thinks you're a freaking boss in your industry. Okay. But is not in the scene and lets you do whatever the hell he wants because he has his own thing, thing going, going for him. Exactly. In a totally different industry. Yes. And... Is, and they don't want to use you. Yeah, and for he's, like weird he's nice and he's friendly, but he's not going to always need the attention. I love that. Yeah. Okay. I love that for me. Yeah, and maybe he's like six seven with like big <laughs> six, muscles. Seven. Like that'll just be a little plus. <laughs> six seven with big muscles. I love that. Okay. I have a crazy question out of the blue. Speaking of TikTok, because we were just talking about that. Have you seen the TikTok of the workout leggings and they put the butt pads in? Have you not seen this? Wait, no. Oh my gosh. Wait, I need oh to show God. you the TikTok. Okay. There's basically, you know those TikTok leggings that have like the scrunchie in the butt? Absolutely. Okay. There were, they were basically doing a shoot for the leggings and they put butt I saw that. pads. I saw that. I saw in that. The, I in saw the that. leggings. Yes. Yep. And they, they, it is so fake and it's not with, it's not the leggings, it's the butt pads that make it look like her butt yeah. looks like that or the leggings make her butt look like that. Just as like a person in the fitness industry, like what do you, I just want to, I need to know your opinion on this. I think that women should do whatever the hell that they want with their bodies. But when you are putting butt pads (laughs) in your ass to make it look like you achieved that naturally, I just think being upfront with anything, like I'm sorry, I I really don't mean to down any girls here, but like, come on, Khloe Kardashian, you cannot say you got that from working out. And it just puts an unrealistic standard on girls. And it's really not fair because I, for one, am born genetically with no ass. I worked really hard and this is the best I can do, to be honest. So guess what? When I look at something like that, it's like, damn, like, you know, is it genetics? Like, and, and it's unrealistic. And it's just like, it's so hurtful to girls who really work hard for what they do. And I, again... Do whatever you want to your body to make you happy and confident. But at the same time, just be honest. It makes me, it boils my blood. Yeah. Because it makes me doubt myself, mm-hmm. beat myself up, um, tear myself apart. Like le- legitimately have, pick myself apart about things I never in a million years have even thought about or yes. like fixated over. And be- because of like, not only the butt stuff, but like, like just even like any yeah. type of you know surgery or whatever that you're not upfront with. Which I agree, I don't give a shit what filler or whatever you get. Like, do, do you, you to make you feel happy? But it grinds my gears when people lie about it. It's just like, and 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 to what standard, right? Who's creating these standards? Every decade, the standards change of body types. Like, I saw something that apparently Kim and Chloe got their butts reduced and yes, got their I saw fat that. taken out or something. I saw that. And I'm like, okay, so you're first, everyone is telling girls to have bigger butts and now we're taking out. Like, standards change constantly. And so, why are we still looking at standards of beauty in a way that, you know, are not real? Like, yeah. this is not real. Who's making this up? Who's setting the standard? Like, no. Kim. <laughs> I know, I know, and and then I go back and I contradict myself because I'm like, well, she isn't asking to be the beauty standard. Yeah, she's doing what she wants to do with her body, and so I really, really go back and forth there. But at the same time, like, you know, if you have something in your body that you want to change, I fully believe to change it. 
But I just think that some of these standards that these celebrities are making and even butt pads, uh-huh. and you know, that Kim Kardashian finger roll, like even the video of her oh, yeah. was fake. And it's just like, damn, man, this is tough for girls. This is really tough because I didn't grow up with social media in middle school. I, oh and I don't God. know how the hell these girls are going to do it. It makes me sick. It really does. Yeah. And they're thinking, damn, I need to change this. I need to do, have a bigger butt. I need to have better abs. I need... What the hell? How How do women ever how are they ever supposed to do it all it's just not fair it isn't and it's un. it's just so unrealistic I was talking to someone last night at a party I was at and they were saying how they were reading this article or maybe it was a podcast and it was basically they were saying how the pandemic made our beauty standards like Fast forward seven years. Oh my god! Because I can see that because we were on our phones. Like even like think about how we go to restaurants and we use the QR code. That actually probably wouldn't have happened for seven years. But because of the panty, we're using the Dude, QR. Isn't that crazy? I actually fully agree with that because also people are so for some reason I think COVID also I don't know. If, are you allowed to say COVID? Yeah. Okay. COVID. <laughs> you know so how like, sometimes like um, brand deals are like don't yeah, say, say COVID. <laughs> Acts like it doesn't exist. Like I just said that. I'm like, oh, shoot. I wasn't supposed to say the word. The panty. Um, with, the panorama. Well, the panorama. The when we were in this, you know, I, I just think people started caring about their looks so much more because they yes. were so focused on them Meat. because there was nothing Meat else to included. do. Nothing else to do. So you're just so, so focused fixated. on. Fixated on these things about yourself. And then you open up social media 10 times more. And to be honest, I went to my dermatologist and I basically, I was just trying to like freaking fix my skin. And they're like, we're so sorry. We're like fully booked because like people are getting so much more work done in, the, in in this time of the year because like, you know, you can blame it on like, I need a quarantine or whatever. So people actually got so much more work done in the yes. last two years. No, yeah. dead ass. Yeah. Even myself, I feel like because I was just like, on TikTok and so many people had these mm-hmm. crazy filters and fillers and whatever, which is, again, do you, but it's maddening because then I'm like, wait, do I need that like thing to make me feel yeah. like how you look because you're so pretty and it's like, I don't know, I'm like constantly comparing. Maybe that's like my own inner struggle, but I'm sure everyone to some degree deals with that inner struggle because totally. it's just like, it's a constant comparison like with social media. And that's why you can't base your worth off of... um how you look like no you know, there's no value there's no real mm-hmm. real value in beauty even confidence like you need to find confidence within yes. your brain and like your Absolutely. It, you know what you can offer to like be a generous person or like find confidence within things like that because there's always going to be someone prettier than you there's always yeah. going to be someone smarter always. than you always at the end of the day adriana lima there's someone prettier than her like in in quotations prettier yeah. like oh gosh yeah yeah <laughs> please but to at the same her, time like she probably yeah. even has her own battles exactly and so i think even just like Kim and not Chloe. comparing yourself yeah. like if you're comparing yourself you're just gonna you know just be miserable because there's always gonna be someone you compare yourself to exactly well i think that's so well said we're gonna cut to another break and we will be back Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. 
So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Okay, we are back. Hello. Better than ever. Katie and I, before we started podcasting, we're talking about her insane success with Snapchat. Oh, yes. Yes. I want to hear about it. Tell me about it. So... I am all for apps that help the creator grow. And I just think right now, if you're listening to this and you like really want to be an influencer, a creator, it's really hard to grow on Instagram and YouTube too as well. You yeah. have to put in a lot of effort to that. And I just think apps like TikTok and Snapchat are really making it easier for beginner creators to be able to grow and be discovered. Which I love. Exactly. Yeah. Because Being discovered is huge. And it's so hard on Instagram. It's so hard. It's so hard. So like... If you are just starting out, I really highly suggest Snapchat and TikTok to be discovered because that Discover page, you actually can reach so many people that don't follow you or don't know who you are if you're just starting out. Um, or Like TikTok, the For You page, as you know. Um, so I just think Snapchat is such an amazing app because it's not only discoverable, but it's so real. It's so real. It's not curated. It's straight from your camera roll on Snapchat. And it's like, this is what I look like. I never use a freaking filter. I take it straight out here is it it's not as like curated even my stories look ugly on snapchat like, yeah no one cares yeah and that's just what i love about like tiktok too it's just like these apps that make you feel i mean besides the point of photoshopping and yeah. everything like that it, apps that make you feel better about yourself and sometimes instagram doesn't make me feel that way oh i completely agree yeah, uh, unfortunately instagram people say this all the time but like it for realsies is like a highlight reel yeah and sometimes i want to just like post like Literally, like, a photo of, like, your coffee right now. Like, yeah. I, I want to be able to post that. But, like, I wouldn't forking never. No. Maybe in my dump. Exactly. But, like, never the, like, feed p- page because I'm, like, it's not going to do well. Yeah, it's very curated. Yeah. And, and so I... I don't know. I just like really love Snapchat. I have um, over 12 million monthly viewers now on Snapchat. So it's probably my biggest. Um, That's balls my to the biggest wall. Balls crazy. Yeah. yeah. And so and I just love my Snapchat like family. They're so nice to me on TikTok. And they can be really mean on Instagram. They can be really mean. Snapchat's just really nice. That's I love that. Wait, do people like comment or do they like reply to your reply to my story? OK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, with Snapchat, do you generally like repost stuff from that you've already taken on your camera roll or do you like take it in the app i usually take it in the app i think this is obviously i have no idea what goes on the algorithm i personally just think if you're in the tiktok app they want you to create your content in the tiktok camera roll agreed and same with snapchat they'd rather you in the algorithm i just think that's how the app it works which it kind of makes sense if that makes sense yeah so i take it straight from snapchat I don't usually add from the camera roll. And you just post essentially like a different version of Instagram stories on there? Honestly, yes. And they just double shoot things, which is a lot of effort. But at the same time, if you're wanting to grow, you have to really, really hustle on every app. I think, you know, there's different, there's different, um, you know, levels to that. Sorry, guys, I'm hungover. My brain is mush. But there's different levels to that as well because you do need to focus on YouTube if you're going to be a YouTuber. But at the same time, you don't know as a, as a starting out creator what app is going to hit the most. Uh-huh. And so just like trying hard on like all six platforms, whatever it is, is like really, really important when you're just first starting out. Yeah. Also, there's so many creators out now that it's like I think the reason it's or like to a degree, the reason it's so hard to grow on like YouTube and Instagram is like there's already so many people mm-hmm. like 
even myself with like vlogmas watching like my favorite vloggers like vlog it's like i can only keep up with so many right. episodes a day because there's so many creators so the best way like i can't even imagine trying to find someone else that's new totally so i feel like with snapchat that's so cool yeah and and you know there's room for everyone. I do truly believe that. I agree. Um, even if you're trying to be a YouTuber, I think there's room for you and and no one else is like you. You know, like with our brands, it's like, it, hey, are you going to be mad if so-and-so starts another podcast called, you know, making money with yeah. so-and-so? It's like, no, because it'll never be you. Yeah. So in, in our industry as an influencer, like you can't get caught up in the following and get caught up in like how many people follow you and compare yourself or like thinking that some someone's doing more content than you because no one's going to be you. And that's like everyone's secret sauce that I feel like a lot of people in our industry fail to realize. They like a lot of people get jealous and catty if oh like God. you know with I did that thumbnail first, I did that idea yeah. first, I did the whatever. That's my concept. That's my thing. That's my saying. That's my term I came up with. But like, it actually is a form of flattery. Absolutely, and and you know, all we obviously like like I just referred to Tinks or something like credit the person if you have inspiration yes. from them. But at the same time, like. I like to look at girls and if they're really successful, I don't want to be like, damn, I really hate them because they're so successful. I look at them and I'm like, damn, they did it. That means I can too. Yes. You know, just switching the perspective. But and that is like, that's what's so cool about being yourself. This is so cliche. But like being yourself is your secret <laughs> sauce because like at the end of the day, even if someone came out with the exact same podcast name as myself or the exact same show concept as you. Yeah. Like yours would still hit as yours. Exactly. And like, so there's just no need to compare yeah. ever in life, no matter what you're in. <laughs> Comparison is the thief of joy. It sure is. It sure, it sure is. is, honey. Um, okay, with, back to Snapchat. How do you, because I just told you, like, I only really use it to like talk to F boys, <laughs> which is a huge red flag, I know. by the way. If you guys are, okay, if we are past the age of 21 or 22, 22. Okay. And a boy, was solely communicating with you through Snapchat. Red flag. I, I know that. Don't think we should go for them. Mm -hmm. I think I agree. They're bad news, and I think they need to grow the fuck up. Agreed. But we should use Snapchat as a business tool. <laughs> I know. I feel like it's. I use it primarily with my like hometown friends. Like they yeah. have it, so like yeah. I'll Snapchat them. Or like if I'm bored, I'll dance around like Snapchatting a boy. But I wanted to ask you, in regards to. Like growing, you're talking about the discovery page. Yeah. Like, I'm like, do you, like, as a consumer, do you go through the discovery page? Shit, DK, don't put me on the spot like this. No, never. Because, okay, here's the thing. As a consumer, I don't consume content like the regular person should consume okay. content. I am literally always looking at social media and always working. Uh -huh. And so when I post my Snapchats, I will only deal with myself because if I spend one more freaking hour or minute on another app looking at other people i really don't feel my best self and i'm just wasting my goddamn time so no honestly sometimes i just post on instagram too it's the same thing and post on tiktok you just post it. and i post and i have to like let it go that's why if you're looking at me right now i have two phones and someone could be like damn two phones is a little like a little much katie it's for my mental health people don't realize working in social media and having so many platforms that you need to disconnect and so i have one phone that is purely for social media and one phone that is my texting my best friends and like Shut texting and, and, and everything and like I have to separate it that way because if I don't I will be a social media nut terror comparing so do you not have any social media on the personal phone um I do but at the same time I try not to use it on this phone I, I just like mentally like this is my social media phone this is my personal phone 
Okay. You and know the, people have work phones. Yes. So when you go out on a night, you take the personal phone, right? I take both, yeah. You take um, both? I take both because one of them is like an iPhone. My, my personal phone is an iPhone 8. And I like, if I if I need to take a photo, with the, I need my 12 or whatever this is. <laughs> so uh, basically, I take both. Shut and, up. Yeah. And then I basically just use that to post and this one to text. Which one are you on more? Um, I'm probably on them equally, which is kind of bad. Okay. But it's one's my work, one's, my, you know. And how, like... How is it actually good for your mental health? Like, why are you like, this is better for my mental health? Because when I'm on my social media phone, it doesn't have real service. It's only Wi-Fi. So it's airplane mode. And if I want to disconnect from, and I don't do social media on this phone. So if I want to disconnect from talking to people, I use this phone. When I want to disconnect from social media, I use this phone. Got it. And so basically I know when my mind needs a break from whatever it is and I will only either take one phone out or I'll leave another phone upstairs. Like I sometimes leave my personal phone upstairs for three hours and only have my social media phone to work at it. Got it. Because it's a distraction when someone's texting me and my group chats are going off. So basically then if I need a break from work, I'll leave my other phone upstairs and not edit and not be on my social media. So which phone was I texting you were texting my personal one okay <laughs> actually TK I gave you my, my work, work one. number so I don't know if you know but I'm like <laughs> you're like text my work number next time bitch <laughs> oh my god no can you imagine no 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 but yeah it's for it's for mental health reasons and I know that's a little extreme no but it helps me and that's the thing about mental health you guys what works for me might not work for you and what works for you might not work for me sometimes my boyfriend meditates for 30 minutes a freaking day I can't do that that's not what helps me mentally you have to do what is right for you and what you know is going to help you and make you happier and make you be more yes. confident and and period go and, on period that's it that's all I have to say no, my, <laughs> I was just with um, my boss she was just talking about this on her podcast Alicia and she was saying she was having a conversation with someone about mental mental health like at a dinner and this woman asked her or her friend asked her she goes how much money is your mental health worth to you how much would you pay for your mental health to be in check and Alicia was like it and it like she when she told me like a light bulb went off and I was like whoa yeah like I don't even know if I could put a number on it right no it's it's the most important thing I mean Therefore, your wacky ass two phones thing, that's your exactly, thing. Exactly, exactly. She's like, I got two. And I will also say this, even if like I, I also try to relate to someone who doesn't have, you know, as much fortune and, and something to make their mental health better, you don't need a penny to help your mental health. Yeah. You can sit with yourself, take away your phone for three hours in the morning and do yoga yourself and you don't need much money. And I know therapy can be very expensive. There are ways around it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, different insurance companies. And if you're in school and stuff, there's different ways around therapy and getting it paid for. Uh, at the same time, like, you know, I would say I don't spend my, much money on things, but if it's going to help my mental health, like getting a freaking Air One coffee every single morning because that's what makes me happy, I'm going to freaking do it. Yeah. I think also, like, mental health has become such a thing. It's like so a trendy. Normal, yeah. In Which a weird is like way. a blessing and a curse. curse. But, like, I think more of a blessing because like how cool is it that like so many people even like 
me just vegging out and watching like my favorite YouTubers helps my me yeah, mentally. Absolutely. And like people being so open about like not being yes. like on their A game all the time. Like the other day I was just like crying literally on my vlog because I was like freaking out about if I should move or if I should stay and pay the whatever. And like it's really stressing me out because I'm like yeah. I also love my forking apartment and I don't want to move out and like the stress of moving out like is a lot but also yeah. like my rent's going to be a lot and I just like being able Anxiety. to like vent and talk about that struggle I'm sure helped someone who's like dealing with you know a similar thing and I think that's what's cool about it being trendy because now people are just more real on the internet I completely completely agree it's all about being vulnerable and showing mm -hmm. like you know your life isn't so perfect you struggle from anxiety too like I struggle definitely from anxiety as totally. well totally um, but at the same time, like the whole word, like mental health being trendy, it's like self care, whatever. It's like a face mask isn't going to do shit. Okay? Yeah. So like, come on, we got to dig dig deeper. Uh -huh. um, it's not always about those quick fixes. You have to really dig deep and and you know sit with yourself and sit with your thoughts and really figure out what's really causing this. What's the root of it? Let's not just slap a fucking band aid on top. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And like, I, what's crazy about mental health is it's like literally like. A hole that you have to keep digging until you get to the very, very bottom. Like things just keep. Dude, going. It's, wild. it's wild. I'm in therapy, and I. It's wild. Uh, I do therapy every Monday, and um, damn, this one was uh, really, really hard hitting. I was like, "Holy crap!" You're I like, really nothing's thought, wrong this week, and yeah. then you get into therapy, and, and like, I'm like, Boom. "Oh, oh my gosh, you were really, I guess, um, <laughs> messed up from uh, when that you were 22 years old." <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? I know. That's why I love how like real you are and stuff on social media. Like makes me happy. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, last question I have for you, Katie, okay. is what have you been doing to like make moves lately in your career and your personal life? Like what have you been doing to make moves? Love that. Okay. I just bought my first house. Congrats. <laughs> That's huge in LA. You. Oh my God. Yeah. Um I was so sick and tired of paying rent towards something I don't own and this is going to sound absurd to most of you guys, but I was paying 3500 in rent for mm -hmm. a very long time, and that is a freaking mortgage. And it so is. I, um, I, I'm very, very lucky that I have been saving up because I lived at home a lot. I lived at home during COVID. I, um, I saved a lot living at home, mm -hmm. and so I also invested that money. I am lucky to have a financial advisor that I started when I was 19. And so she has really helped me, you know, budget myself yeah. for the last almost nine, ten years. Yeah, that's amazing. And so saving your money when you're young is freaking real, you guys. And it can double and triple. I also, I think everyone should be in crypto. And I, I made a lot of money in crypto. So Wait, what crypto? I put a lot of money into this company, basically. And, oh, uh, sick. Man. Yeah, and, and, and it's doing really well. So, oh, I love that for you. Yeah, but I also invested in the basic ones, uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Stellar, and all those things. Yeah, I just did a brand deal with like a crypto app. Oh, and I was cool. like going off about it. And I'm like obsessed with it right now. Dude, it's just such a cool way to make fast money. Yeah. And I know sometimes like you shouldn't take it out right away. But like one of the companies that I invested in, like, uh, yeah, I'll just say that it's yeah. it's no freaking joke money. Oh, I um, love that. Yeah, so that's a that's another another I'm very area you can yeah. make money. Um, me too. I'm really new to it too. Uh, but at the same time, yeah. So I bought my first house, and to be honest, it's really really given me a sense of relief with my life because I'm always such I'm such a hard worker, mm -hmm. and you I would work from like seven a.m. to like one a.m. and I literally have not done that since I bought my house, and it's like felt so good to just like take a day off. Like after us today, it's going to be what 3 p.m. when I get home I'm probably not gonna work the rest of the day uh, yeah, I'm kind of over it you know what I mean yeah. so um 
making moves otherwise, though, I am starting a new fitness guide for the first of the year for people to just like get jump started back into fitness. Not like a whole new year, new you thing because that's bullshit. <sighs> but at the same time, just to help them get into a workout routine at the yeah. beginning of the year if they need a little jump start to make your working out a lifestyle and a habit but and your stuff is so realistic guys like definitely check yeah, it out it's like just like 30 25 minute workouts yeah. like a day like which is home. realistic yeah for yeah. sure and like nothing too crazy as well nothing that you're gonna dread so i would say my biggest thing right now is my house it's like my child and yeah congrats thank you that's huge thank well you. now i have to ask you like what do you think i should do do you think i should stay in my place I think, I think move. you were a lot younger than me, and I think you should stay in your place because my biggest issue. How old are you? Twenty three, twenty four. I'm twenty four. Okay, I'm twenty eight. You guys, it's it's <laughs> a four year difference is huge. I'm it not is. gonna lie, it's a really really big deal. Yeah. Because when I was twenty four, here was my issue. I didn't know where I wanted to live. I changed my mind constantly, uh-huh. and I'm not saying I'm like that old, but at the same time, like. 24, I want to live somewhere. 25, somewhere different. Like, because yeah. there's so many areas of LA yeah. you want to live oh in. Gosh. You know, I want to live in West Hollywood. I want to live in Manhattan Beach. I wanted to live in Venice. And so I had to really use those middle years to figure out where I love the uh-huh. most. So thank God I waited. I also couldn't afford it when I was 24. Yeah, I know. Freaking kidding me. So, um, yeah. So I think wait and stay where I am. Yeah. Okay, that makes me feel good. I would stay where you are, but at the same time, um, you know, if you uh, are feeling like it's too much money and you need to save more, then there's then, always a cheaper place. Heck yeah. yeah. Where did you end up? I, I know you have lived all over. Where did you end up? Where is your- Right now, Venice. Yeah. Oh which is, I'm obsessed with the West Side. I was a West Hollywood gal for three years. Really? And yes. I want to eventually make my way yeah. to the West Side. Okay. It I'm going to love it. I know. Paradise. It really? I mean, besides the homeless people. But yeah, it's paradise. Yeah. Besides the homeless person shooting paradise heroin hard. on the side of the road. It's wonderful. Really? It's a breeze. Yeah. You know why I love it? Because in West Hollywood, I never felt comfortable. I never uh-huh. felt like I was at home. And I would walk down the street. And I'm not I a weirdo girly either. I never felt good. And it actually like doesn't make you the most confident girl ever when you're not as comfortable and in Venice and like the West Side area and like Marina Del Rey I just like feel so at home and like yeah. everyone's walking the dog and um you know my sister lives a mile away it's just like so oh homey. my gosh that's so nice and my boyfriend just moved in December 1st so yeah that's crazy that's been, it's congrats wild how's it living with a boy have you ever um, lived with a boy I feel so no never, I've never I feel really safe because I um, love that. yeah and people like make fun of him that like I'm his landlord but it's so funny he's helping me pay the freaking mortgage we're splitting the mortgage Period. and yeah like come as on. he should it's like the perfect scenario yeah. for me ever actually I needed a roommate you're like pay me rent like, please <laughs> and then we're like splitting the furniture so like it's like it's a really really good deal that we have going on and he is really awesome to work with I will say and work with <laughs> to live with I will say I'm so happy he goes into an office like I work from yeah. home I can't do someone who also works from you're home. like get out I need to miss you yeah that's good yeah, yeah. well Katie it has been I could talk to you for so long <laughs> like I'm like how long has it been almost an hour no 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 I could keep going, and I talk a lot. I know. I'm no, sorry. <laughs> you are so fun. Thank I think you. you are killing it. I thoroughly enjoy following you, Thank and um, like your stories. It's not like I go like I watch everyone. Thank you. And I don't know. I just think you're the exact same in real life. And I love that. And thank I you. just thank you so much for taking the time to come here. I appreciate here. it. I love you. And yeah. you're going to be on my show next. Yes. So <laughs> definitely go. Where can they like subscribe to Pimp Yourself uh, Out? Just at Katie Austin everywhere. And then my show is um, Austin AF. And so mm-hmm. honestly, just Katie Austin. Okay. Katie Austin, Katie Austin everywhere. Check out the book. It's coming out. 
January uh, 1? Yes, the guide is coming out Jan- uh, January 1st. The guide. Yeah. yeah, check it out, you guys. And be sure to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. And subscribe, rate, review, do all the things. And be sure to make someone's day this week. Peace. Bye.